Hello, this is Mr. McFeely from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and I'm taking time out for my speedy deliveries to remind you you're listening to Points of Interest Podcast Network, and a speedy delivery to you. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you this special news update. <clears throat> Sound means welcome back, everyone, for our brand new Conventional Wisdom, the podcast that talks about all the conventions of the past, the future, the ones that we've experienced, and the ones that our friends have experienced. We are your hosts. I am Francis Fernandez, the other guy, and right over there is Mr. Josh Hawks. Hello, Josh. Uh, I'm over here. How are you, sir? Doing great. How are you, sir? Uh, Well, should we go back and forth again? How are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, I'm well. Well, it has been another <laughs> month uh, for us conventionless. For a few conventionless, it's been it's been a quiet month in May. But today we have a very special guest, the creator and host of Super Geeked Up, a web show called Super Knocked Up, and of course this lovely Dungeons and Dragons every what Thursday I'd have to say uh, show that he does every Thursday night. I'm messing this up, but it's okay because I didn't prepare. It is Mr. Jeff Burns. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? Uh, it is going great. Uh, thank you so much for having me on, and you yeah. nailed everything perfectly, uh, so don't worry <laughs> about it. You got it. Yeah, you can check it all out at supergeekedup.com. This man over here, this dude, he is amazing. We met him at Emerald City Comic Con, uh, kind of kind of in a weird weird way, really. <laughs> right. We were, we were on a date, <laughs> a blind date. Right, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, it was during a, a an impromptu meetup, and it was... Which is kind of like a, a blind date. Which is kind of like... Yeah, I guess meetup is kind of like a blind date for everyone. And we had... Uh, we were introduced to Jeff, and we were able to take a, a gander at his show, which is, again, awesome. And apparently, this man does it everywhere. So, sir, Jeff... You I are... do it everywhere. That has a lot of content. I don't know what you're talking I about, mean, actually, like, but I, if... I'll take that. <laughs> like, so I mean, far... well, aside from it being on the internet, well, no, which but... is everywhere. I think so. I think that you reach everyone online, but you, sir, you are just all over the place, it seems. You do a lot of conventions. Uh, yes. I mean, it does seem that way, I guess, right? Uh, I've been very, you know, I've been very fortunate, actually, to... Uh, to be that the Super Geeked Up Live has been accepted mm-hmm. uh, into as many conventions as it has uh, all across the country and North America. So, uh, yeah, it's been really cool, actually, to be honest with you, particularly getting into some of, the, some of the biggest cons around, like Emerald City, like you just mentioned. Now, you didn't always do this. I mean, you were going to conventions before you did Super Geeked Up Live, or was that something that got you into conventions in the first place? No, actually, I did uh, go before... Well, so the first time I started going to comic conventions was for my Super Knocked Up web series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Super Knocked Up is uh, a female supervillain gets knocked up by her superhero nemesis. So it's a comedy about you know two enemies raising a baby. We did two seasons online mm-hmm. of that. It was a lot of fun. And before uh, leading up to that, before we even shot it, uh, I actually started going around to Comic Cons and getting tables. And handing out postcards just to start telling people, like getting the word out, like, hey, we're doing this series. It's going to be coming like next year. Um, I also even use some of the cons to recruit extras 
Uh, we actually had a like. There's this one scene where we had all these supervillain extras, and we actually got a lot of people who signed up at cons who came out to do that, which was really cool. Wow. Uh, so, I don't know why I hadn't gone to comic cons before that because I've always, since a kid, been into comics and mm-hmm. sci-fi and fantasy and, and geek culture, right? Yeah. And so I wish I had gone earlier, but I'm glad I did for Super Knocked Up because I love going to these things. Um, and ever since then, with both Super Knocked Up and now Super Geeked Up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've been going like every year. Too, and it seems like it grows more and more every year I go to more and uh, it just it's a blast every time yeah it seems like you kind of entered into the whole fray like running because you know you know Josh and I we we went as patrons <laughs> we went as the regular folk I guess you know with no real agenda we were podcasting at the time right you were podcasting when you first started right Josh yeah yeah it, the, oh yeah totally mm-hmm. totally but you didn't go. I was going to elaborate, but then I didn't have a thought <laughs> gathered, so I just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't go under that guise. You went. No, there was no. There's no. I had no motivation to go mm-hmm. other than just going. There, there was no. I had no agenda mm-hmm. as far as the podcast went. It, it was just going there to kind of get a feel of how things were and what, can can this work at all? And then I talked about it so much and. I got reverse psychology and <laughs> we've all heard the story and now here we are. Now here we are. Yes, the his, the story of our life, you know, getting into the whole convention scene. But again, you know, May has been kind of a dry spot for some of us or for all of us really. None of us has gone to a convention this month, right? Uh not I, in May, no. It's uh, it's kind of well, weird actually. Right. I I had a bit of a withdrawal problem. Right? Yeah, you had like, so I, I searched on. out random groups of, of people with at least one stinky person in it. <laughs> yeah, what? It's, it's you, you like people who smell? That's not what I'm saying, but <laughs> I was going for that, you know, that convention kind of no, feel, you know. Oh. Yeah. See, I don't... All right, never mind. I'm not even going to get into that because I've never noticed that. <laughs> oh, well, because you're too busy in a nice room, you know, doing your thing. Mm-hmm. When you're out there... And you're trying to take photos and do coverage and whatnot, and you oh, just run into con funk. I do that all the time, man. Like I've, I'm constantly like doing a video and and then on the show floor and going through that mm-hmm. all, all the time. I don't know why people say that. For some reason, I've never really experienced like that con crud or whatever you want to call it. Right? The people con, call it well, right? con crud's a whole. That's, that's like a, being sick, right? I guess get sick from it. Yeah. yeah. Con crud is usually after you walk through clouds of con funk. Well, that's, look, I have been sick. Like, conventions usually don't get me sick, but I'm telling you, sometimes, you know, you you get there and you you just have such a good time. Like, I got sick after Emerald City. That, for a week, I was just dying because I just was around too many people, I guess. But either way, it was still a really great time. I mean, again, this is how we got introduced to Super Geeked Up Live in the first place. And... You know, we've been talking about it. We've been saying the name. We've been throwing out the words. Jeff, tell us, what is Super Geeked Up Live in the first place? <laughs> oh, well, thank you for asking. So Super Geeked Up is uh, a geeky pop culture show. So we do it two different ways, as you mentioned. Uh, we do it online every week, Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern at uh, supergeekedup.com. And <sighs> so it's a mix of geeky discussion right so we'll yeah. we'll talk certain different like what we call geek tweet questions and uh sci-fi fantasy comics gaming you know all that stuff it, it's different every week and uh we have we also do uh, a bunch of geek themed games and a lot of them are very improv based 
So, um, <laughs> which uh, are a lot of fun. Like um, we do something called a universal translator, uh, which is where people will speak in a fictional language like Klingon or Dothraki, something like that. And uh, two other people will translate what they're saying supposedly into English, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we do, yeah, anyway, we do a lot of fun stuff like that. It's, um, it's our show is all about let's have fun celebrating geek culture and everything we love. Um, but it is very, uh, it's not just like, you know, talking about it. It's very much like playing these fun games with guests like you guys, obviously, <laughs> uh, not too long ago. Uh, we're on it. We're awesome. And, uh, but yeah, so we have awesome guests on every week and we make them do these ridiculous things. And I don't know why they do it every week because they're stupid stuff we, we ask them to do. Uh, but they do and they have fun. And, uh, and we have people live tweet in every week. And so the, we really make the fans a big part of it uh, by becoming part of the discussion. And then, like you also said, at cons, we go around and do the show live uh, in a panel room at cons, uh, but not like a traditional panel. You know, it's very much we're up there, we're getting audience volunteers, as you saw at Emerald City. Uh, to come up with us, right? And they start doing the improv games with us and our guests. And uh, and then we just have audience shouting out things, you know? And it just, it's just a ton of fun. Yeah, no kidding. Like, we, again, got to experience it out at Emerald City. Um, you get guests from the audience up there to act all fun and silly. Uh, what is the obsession with the games, man? Like, you love the games. Where did that come from? Like the games we do at Super Geeked Up or just gaming in general? Well, I mean, the games that you do, yeah, for the show, like, you know, I love that that's kind of your your focus, you know? You, you like to make sure that people interact in that way. Like, what gave you that idea? Um, That's a good question. Because as I think back, because we've been doing about three and a half years now, um, oh, nice. we're, we're actually approaching our 200th episode, which is pretty cool. Exciting. So, yeah, thank you. I think, I don't think we were as game focus when we started the show uh we did a little bit maybe but i think it was more discussion focus it was all about having fun still but mm-hmm. as we went along i think definitely the focus has turned more to these games and these improv type stuff and i can make a couple of reasons for me again the show it's here's it i mean i even and i tell people this too like we're not a talk show we're not like we're not a traditional i don't think we're a traditional podcast or talk show or what you would might think we are like, we're, we're all about just, we're going to be silly and have a lot of fun. And we want to show, we're going to, and we're not going to care. Like, we're not going to care if we embarrass ourselves and be stupid. Uh, we're just going to entertain the audience and we're going to do these zany things. But that's the thing. Like we're there to entertain people. Right. right. Um, but by, but entertaining them by talking about all geek type stuff. Right. So all the games are geek focused. It's not like you can't find these improv games on something like Whose Line Is It Anyway, which I love that show, all <laughs> yes. those things, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but like we put a geek spin on a lot of the stuff, right? And and I think that's cool. And I think so. For me, it was about well, the show is all about having fun. Um, other shows can educate and do other things like that, which are great. But our show is really about just you know what? I think people just need to have fun and laugh. You know, like once a week. That's that's cool if we can provide that. And I think that's how it separates us, actually, from a lot of shows is that I don't think most shows do. I mean, there are other shows out there who do it, of course. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a lot of shows do focus on like that game element. So I think that makes us different. Well, yeah. No, I, I don't know. Uh, Josh, have you seen um, any other podcasts or any type of show, really, that kind of emphasizes that thing? Because I know I haven't. I, I know I really haven't. And that's what I think was kind of fun about it. And I think you hit the, the nail on the head, Jeff, by saying it's kind of like the whose line. Uh 
I kind of had that thought that thought about it when I was sitting there in the audiences. Well, even is that, that it kind of it kind of struck that note with me. Well, even that game that we well, that's played, great. you know, jo- you know, we were when Josh and I were on the show, we had to do we were part of the game that was all about um, continuing a story. Like, yes, it's kind of and that one I was talking to somebody today that that's kind of the and then exercise in an improv class. Is that right? Is, it, is that what is it? Is? That, they do call that. Yeah. In an improv class, they call that. And then um, which is. Uh, yeah, I guess that is similar. You're right. We call it tangent tales because like kind of most we kind of go off on tangents all the time when people pick up the story. Uh, but yeah, that was fun. And I remember that one. Like it was completely ridiculous. The, the one we did with you guys. <laughs> it was like I was. I mean, luckily, I have a horrible camera because I was sweating. I was totally just <laughs> freaking out because I don't think that quick. And, you know, not like I used to. Um, <laughs> you know what? Well, first off, you guys did awesome. You were oh. great. Um, <laughs> Thanks. It's, it's funny how many people a couple get actually, they're like nervous beforehand. But once they get into it, like they just have so much fun. Like I don't think they care anymore. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, they're like, oh, my God, that was great. And, yeah, you know, and I here's the thing. It's funny. Like. This is something I would never have done like when I was younger. Like I was very introverted mm-hmm. uh, when I was younger. And you would not have caught me doing this stuff at all, <laughs> particularly not broadcasting it on the Internet for everybody can see it for all time. Um, but I don't know. You know, it's just I don't know. I guess I just decided, you know what, whatever. I'm just going to put myself out there and do it. And I really believe in and our fans tell us this, you know, like the more we're like we're idiots, the more they like it. So <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, that's why I started podcasting was to get over being shy. Not, I, I still am pretty much an introvert, but I'm not as shy as I was. Yeah, and I think we don't take it to that next step of video because, well, we can always hide behind a mic, you know, like the mic. Right. Is I mean, I'm branching out a little bit and like, want to get, you know, now that I have a camera that can actually, you know, is conducive to taking video, then that's something. I want to do more of. You guys should. You're both very handsome. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, well, that's... <laughs> well, apparently... Very kind of here. <laughs> well, speaking of... None of that, really. Um... <laughs> speaking of handsome gentlemen. <laughs> no, I, I was actually going to ask um, kind of a totally off-topic tangent here. Um, you know, on, on conventions. You know, we've been doing it for over, about, you know, what, three years now ourselves right josh uh four 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 okay yeah um do you have any specific like really standout memories from uh from a convention that you've been to jeff that really kind of this was the best thing to ever happen to you at a convention uh so like from any convention right yeah doesn't have to be recent yeah well we're gonna get to the recent ones in a moment yeah Yeah. we're 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 building up (laughs) (laughs) yeah cool yeah probably uh well i gotta try to blow it all down because there's been so many awesome things right mm-hmm. okay so one of the first ones that comes to mind is the uh and i'll talk more about this later but the very first time this is this uh july is gonna be my fourth straight year at san diego comic-con oh, no. so my so first year at san diego comic-con <laughs> was actually because uh this person running a web series panel asked me to be on it mm. uh as a as a panelist so that was absolutely amazing and a thrill because that would always been my goal to like to be a panelist at san diego comic-con and what was really what was really awesome though is um, I don't know if you, do you guys know who Jane Espenson is? Uh, so Jane Espenson, no, I can't. Jane Espenson is uh, one of my 
all-time favorite TV writer. She's written mm. for Buffy. She currently writes for Once Upon a Time. Um, oh, I like that show. <laughs> a bunch of stuff I'm not remembering. She, she's written for so many things. Uh, she collaborates with Joss Whedon plenty of times. Um, wow. So, yeah, she's, she's just an awesome writer. And she was, she was doing a web series, so she was on the panel with me. So my first panel ever in San Diego was like, oh, my God, I'm on the panel with like, one of my all-time <laughs> favorite writers. It's ridiculous. This is amazing. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Um, that is incredible. Way to just jump right in, too. I, I mean, know, I know, there's, right? there's no getting the feet wet. It's just jump right in. Hope I hope you get swim. Right? No kidding. Yeah. Really went to kind of the deep end that time. Uh, that same con I got to. Um, I uh, when I go to San Diego, I actually um, I, I also shoot. Uh, besides doing my own panel stuff, I shoot video for a German company called Movie Maniacs. Oh, and I got the, that same the first year. I got to shoot uh, one of the Warner Brothers parties. And oh, wow. so I've seen all these stars there and I got, for me, it was cool. I got to uh, like get a picture of Kevin Sorbo because I, I loved Hercules, the legendary journeys. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, and talked to him and he was really cool. And uh, yeah, so that's like, I've actually, it's been cool. Cause I've actually kind of, I've gotten the chance to be in, in the press rooms um, where all the stars go like before and after they go into hall eight and stuff mm-hmm. um, because I work for that thing. So that, that's been kind of, that's been, that's been pretty cool. You know, um, I, like I can't even think of anything I've done so far. I but I mind you of like of all the people that I associate with. I'm the shyest of them all. Like I prefer to be, you know, this guy right here where I'm just the like, get behind it. You're uh, just the you're the guy screen. over there. Yeah, I'm just the the guy over here at the blank screen the mic. Like you know, Josh is the guy that goes out and interviews people. I'm just kind of the guy that like waves and smiles. But the fact that you just kind of again you know, there's no no training wheels for you. You just go straight into it. Like head first. That's amazing. I, I, yeah. How, oh, wow. Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's how I approached filmmaking too, to be honest with you, because uh, my, that's not what I studied in school. That's not what my degrees are in. Um, mm-hmm. I just threw my, when I first did my first short, I just threw myself into it and I had no clue what I was doing. Uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> just learn from experience, you know, um, it's, you learn quick that way. Yeah. So that, I mean, I guess we didn't ask this either, but what was your compulsion to even get into doing like a like a web series or to even you know do any of that kind of business? You know, like that's a or, that's a leap. Or, or that or to elaborate on that, why bring it to a convention? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess there's a couple of different things there. Um, in terms of like filmmaking and and doing um, scripted web series, which is what I I would. That's what I always did first for a long time before I started doing the hosted type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I certainly never thought I was going to be the host. <laughs> I was always, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm staying behind the camera. Do not put me in front of that camera. I do not want to be there. Uh, but I, you know, I don't know. I guess I'd always loved telling stories growing up and I would like, you know, I would write for fun, just, you know, fictional stories, sure. uh, which you don't know, usually be like sci-fi fantasy type stories just cause that's what I was always into mm-hmm. uh, when I was growing up. And I guess that kind of translated over that for some reason when I like near the end of college and right after I got out, I just decided like, you know what, I really want to kind of be a storyteller. And and for some reason I felt film like that visual medium was the way I wanted to do it. Um, And after I made the first one, like I realized that is the way I want to do it. Uh, You know, several years later with web series, I got into web series because I really felt at the time that is, you know, that's the future of how people are going to watch everything. I still, I mean, I think we're seeing very much the convergence already oh, right now. Sure. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah. Of ever, you know, watching on Hulu or Netflix or and, and streaming things through their TVs, right? But it's all streaming through online. 
So, I mean, I really do think that's the way everything's going and going to go. So, uh, so that's kind of what I got into that. And I also, I, TV is actually my favorite. Like, I like TV more than film. I love film. I love movies. But I love TV the best. And, I, and I, web, as a web series, you know, it's very much like TV. It's just shorter episodes. So I like the idea of taking characters through multiple seasons and you can follow their arcs. And you can, you know, that's like the characters I love are the ones that I, you know, I can keep following and see what they're doing and really get invested in them. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I think, why I love the idea of doing a web series. Yeah. And, you know, less fluff. You know, there's no, you know, there's no obligation to do 24 episodes where 10 of them are all just random exposition with no real story <laughs> development. It's like, okay, well, there you go. Fine. I guess I'll watch another episode of this. Yeah. And move on. You know? It is nice to yeah, be able to kind of control how many you want to tell, how, how long each episode is going to be. You know, that is very cool. And, um, yeah, and it's bite-sized too. Like, that's the other thing. You know, you don't have to... It's it's easier to consume, I think, and a lot more. You can consume a lot more in in a, yeah. you know. You can watch a whole time. season in the time it takes to watch like one hour long. <laughs> episode, so, uh, so yeah, it's easy for people. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, to answer your other question about, I think Josh was asking why, like, why do this stuff at cons? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for super geeked up, I guess I just once we started doing, I mean, we were doing it online for a while before. Like, I didn't actually think about doing it at cons right away to be honest with you uh but then i guess it just hit me like hey wait a minute this is really like what we're doing i think i feel is really a perfect fit of course for like i mean i really i've always thought everything i'm doing is really i mean my my demographic is people who go to comic cons i feel you know Mm -hmm. um so so i mean i think i mean it was right up i think everybody's alley who goes there i think like that's a great place to do it Ideally, a place to get more people to find out about us and, and watch our online show. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I had some other great point, and I just lost it. Uh, <laughs> well, you, you mentioned before that uh, you, you went to a, a convention just to pass out uh, flyers or business cards or whatnot. Yeah. How, how easy was it of a sell to the convention that you were just, I'm there to promote a show that doesn't exist yet? Well, for that one, um, it's an easy sell because I'm paying the money to get a, t- a table, right? So, um, like in most cons, like here's the thing: most cons, if they got the slots open for a booth or table, and you're paying them the money, they don't care what you're doing, unless it's like porn or something, right? Uh, sure. And even well, some cons, well, ha- and so, and I've been to conventions where there have been uh, adult entertainment people with booths, which is fine. I've actually interviewed one of them. Well, you know, now the hot the hot topic is uh, copyrighted material at cons. At cons, yeah, uh, in Artist Alley. Oh, really? Is it? Oh, yeah. That's the big thing now. Is you know people people that are in Artist Alley, you know, that have stolen artwork and claiming it as their own. Oh, 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 yeah. That's the big controversy, right? Yeah, that's that's the big hot topic right now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's not cool at all. But it it seems like you know uh, a lot of your emphasis really I guess isn't in, in in it's more in pop culture than it is comic books specifically uh, when you go to conventions. That's for super geek dub, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very it's like geek pop culture, right? So we really try to do the the spectrum, right? So sure. like I said, you know, one sh- one show we'll talk science fiction, and another show we'll focus on like Lord of the Rings fantasy stuff, mm-hmm. and sometime else would be video games, right? Mm-hmm. So. I mean, our thing is 
no matter what geeky thing you love, we're cool with that. <laughs> and I think, and I think you should be pre proud of whatever you love. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome. And we're accepting of that. And we don't care what it is. We, we love that you love that. And it may not be exactly like, I mean, you know, whatever. So people, uh, like, I don't know, Farscape just came to my mind. So oh, there's some huge yeah. fans of Farscape. I never got into Farscape, yeah. but that's okay. Uh, I, I've never been able to get into Doctor Who, and I've tried multiple times. But, oh, my <laughs> God, there's so many Whovians, right? I see yeah. at cons and who watch our show. And so we'll talk about that. Like, it's great. That's awesome that you love it. Um, and, you know, there's other things that I love. Uh, obviously, that you might not. But, yeah, so it's just really a celebration of everything geeky. And, and that's why I love going to cons, right? I think that's the great place where people – can go and be surrounded by people who love the same kind of stuff and not judge them and be accepting. Um, and you can dress in these awesome costumes and you don't have to worry about people thinking that's weird. People actually think it's amazing and they want to take your picture. And that's cool. Yeah. Like it's the one place where, you know, you'll at least find one person who is into that kind of very subculture geek thing that you're into. And it's actually, you know, it's always fun to kind of connect with somebody who you normally wouldn't connect in the real world. Well, now they have the uh, the now they have uh, sci-fi speed dating. <laughs> oh, right. It I've really done that. Makes, I have too. And and oh, we talked about this. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, but not on here. Oh no. Um, oh no. Right. <laughs> but uh, no, it was really cool because I had to come up with twenty-two different ways to introduce myself. And. You have to do that on the spot. Hey, hi, hello, how are you? Yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I think it needs a little bit more than that. <laughs> oh, this is why I wouldn't do well in that whole uh, speed right. dating business. Just, you just sit down every time, just be like, hi. Yeah. I, actually, you could because you do you know fairly good impressions, so you could no, just do right. different stuff every time. Right. Yeah, no, I don't know about that. But, I mean, yeah, I guess Denver, they're having that, right? Yeah. Denver? yeah. Yes, they are. Okay. Uh, well, we're back on the we're back and talking about conventions. I've mentioned one, and Jeff, you were at one recently. You said it was a hometown convention. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, yeah, just uh, two days ago, actually, from when we we're recording this, uh, I was at Albany Comic Con, which is uh, my hometown, and uh, this is actually their eighth year, so they've been going on for a while. They do nice. one in the fall and spring, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it's a small con, but they actually set their uh, new attendance record this past uh, Sunday. And they had the most people ever. And it's just what I like about it is the the guys who run it who are two brothers and they own a comic book shop in the area. They're just like the nicest guys. Oh. And they're super cool. And they're very which doesn't happen at all cons, unfortunately, but they're very respectful of the people, the vendors and the artists and the people who have tables and booths there and who are doing stuff. Oh, and they that's great. try to go out of their way to make everything good for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's always some great cosplay and the people are really cool. And one thing that's cool as my hometown con, like pretty much every time there's always, you know, some people that always come up that I've seen, you know, who know about my work and who come up every time. And, you know, it's nice to see them again and, and talk. Right. And uh, and we we've done super geeked up now. Uh, I think the last two years uh, at that con mm -hmm. as a as a panel. And uh, we had a pack room this past one. So so that was awesome. Oh, and great. uh we had a super fun time, and uh, we did some new stuff we had never done at Albany before in terms of uh, game segments and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, so it's uh, it's always a lot of fun, and you know, and it's easy obviously because it's right next door. To, <laughs> so, uh, I don't have to fly across the country, so that's mm -hmm. always easy. 
Um, have you been noticing, uh, especially at a convention that you've been to a lot, that you know the uh, the super geeked up name is becoming a little more household for those particular conventions? I think certainly, I think certainly for the more local, uh, regional ones that we've done it a few times now. You know, mm-hmm. um, and that's definitely the goal. You know, um, I love to at like you know San Diego or Emerald City, get it to be kind of a more you know recognized name and and i think so we've done it twice in a row in emerald city now so that's good i think you know that's yeah. a good start yeah you had a pretty uh, good audience this year so yeah 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 we uh it was good i was it's funny some of the guys helping me because we uh, we actually had a uh some were a little bigger but they said afterwards like uh, dude you were up against nathan filling at the same time like that's the worst slot you could have been in <laughs> So anyway, so based on that, I'm actually very thrilled yeah. how many people came out. Uh, but no, and it was still it was still a good turnout, I think. Um, and it and I will say, in Emerald City, both years, uh, it's great crowd. Like uh, they're super interactive. We had awesome volunteers. Like I'm really impressed by the people who do come out and like how uh, just how good they are at doing the improv stuff and just how uh, engaging they are. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, to give it another pat on the back, I think Josh and I can agree that we've had our best time so far. Uh, at Emerald City, so. Oh, out of all the cons, yeah, I would say so, right? Josh? Nice. If he's still yeah, <laughs> totally, dude. I mean, it was it was just fun because most panels panels you go to, it's just I don't know I don't know how to politely say it, but sometimes people just uh, aren't interested. Yeah, yeah, they fall asleep. They leave halfway through, and it's just like, well, why'd you even come? Right. <laughs> I think, and yeah. No. Did you think it was just going to be like, you know, dance monkey? You know, say the thing from the movie that you're in. For some, I think that's the expectation. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I go to conventions specifically for panels. It, I mean, it was a little, it was definitely different for Emerald because we didn't do any panels except for yours, Jeff. But yeah, like, it was, well, we had a different agenda though, also at Emerald too. <laughs> Right. Uh, as well but yeah it's just uh yeah it's it's interesting to kind of see how um i guess how they choose what to show as a panel at, at different conventions but again you know for us it's a it's a little different we're, we're pressed so we have a much different agenda going on there um but yeah you know i'm glad you had a good time sounds like albany was uh, was was fun i'm happy to hear that uh for those of you who are so, I apologize for those of you who like rely on our list. We, we do a list at the end of the show where we talk about kind of the upcoming conventions. You missed one, so I apologize. We'll, we'll be better at that next next time. But we do have a couple of big conventions coming up. And, Jeff, you are actually not just going. You are, of course, participating in them. What two big conventions are you excited to be a part of? Uh, yeah, thanks. So uh, I just found out actually like two days ago uh, – Montreal Comic Con, which is July oh. 8th through the 10th. Wow. That um, they accepted both panels I submitted there. Wow. And uh, this will be my first time there. Uh, but from what I read, it looks like it's quite a large con. Oh. Um, and so we're doing, I'm doing Super Geeked Up Live. Uh, so that'll be super fun. And uh, we're also doing a web series Creators Unite panel. So, um, which is, I do at a lot of different cons. Uh, just bringing different web series together, creators together, and actors and, uh, you know, sharing what we think, uh, you know, kind of the future is of the space and, and, you know, talking to people about how they can maybe, you know, get into it and make their own series. Uh, so 
Uh, I don't know when that's going to be yet. They haven't released the schedule yet, but I, I do know we're going to be doing that there. Wait, isn't that and, oh, you said July, right? Yeah, July eighth through the tenth. That's the dates of the con. I can tell you that for sure. Okay. Um, and I just don't know when we're going to do ours yet. Uh, the uh, the we have some cool guests. The uh, there's a awesome web series called LARPs, which is all about you know LARPing live action. LARPing. Yeah, and it's actually part of Geek and Sundry now. Oh, and, oh that's uh, and amazing. I'm friends, and I'm friends with all those guys. So they're going to be doing uh, Super Geeked Up with me. They're going to be our guests. Oh, that's, a, that's awesome. They're also going to be on – some of them are going to be on the web series panel with also some people from the Battle Jar uh, web series, which are both – they're both Montreal-based series, actually. That's where they shoot. Oh, man. Those Canadians and, are going to love you. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so – and then the other – what I'm really, really thrilled about, of course, is – uh, that for the second year in a row, San Diego Comic-Con has accepted some of my panels. It's awesome. Thank you. So last year, <laughs> last year we did, uh, they accepted my web series creators panel, which was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now this year I'm super excited that they actually accepted all three panels I submitted. Wow. And, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That is amazing. Thanks. So, uh, we're doing the web series one again. It's called web series creators unlimited, mm-hmm. uh, which we've done. Uh, we did, there and they run WonderCon as well, and we did it at WonderCon in March, yeah. uh, and it, it always run, goes really well. Uh, for the first time ever, we're doing Super Geeked Up live as official part of San Diego Comic Con. We actually did it offsite last year, but we're doing it as an actual programming there. Oh, what'd you uh, do it offsite? Uh, we actually teamed up with um, a local comic book store called Villainous Lair, which is an awesome name for comic oh, book store. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and uh, and there and it was a really big store, and they're they're super cool people, and they were awesome, and mm-hmm. uh, so we did it there. But uh, and they were great, and, uh, and they actually even carried my super knocked up comic book. Like I gave them some copies, and they put it on the shelf. That's awesome, <laughs> which is cool. <laughs> but yeah, so obviously, though, I'm really, really stoked that you know it actually got accepted as official programming, and that's that's always been my goal for Super Geeked Up. So I'm really super stoked about that, and uh, a brand new one that I've never done anywhere before. Oh, um, the uh, we're actually doing uh, a beginner's guide to Dungeons and Dragons panel. So um, oh wow, did you guys yeah. Uh, as uh, I think I maybe told you, at Emerald City is actually the first time I got to play that kind of like Pathfinder and Dungeons and Dragons type games. Oh, okay. And, and I actually, for the first time, I actually spent like a decent time going to the game area and playing games, uh, oh, which I never cool. usually take time to do. Hmm. And uh, and I really dug it. And so, and as you know, I've started now a Dungeons and Dragons live stream on Thursday nights. Yeah. Uh, and so the panel is about kind of all about. I, I think there's a lot of people out there who think that maybe Dungeons and Dragons and games like that are, it's kind of like too hard to get into them, right? Like you got to be, there's all these rule rules and it's just too difficult. And like, Oh, I don't want to spend a lot of time. Uh, now there are a lot of rules and stuff, but um, particularly the, the fifth edition, which is the current one I, I think is, is more manageable. So part of it's kind of like, I want to kind of hopefully maybe people who maybe have been interested, like I, I was and never done it. Maybe I'd help them, you know, kind of get into trying it out. Yeah. And, and and show them it's really cool and really fun, and we got some really awesome panelists for that to hopefully <laughs> still waiting up for their confirmation. But some hopefully some geek and sundry. Well, there actually are definitely some geek and sundry people, and and we'll find out how many for sure. But uh, it should be a really good lineup of people on that. Oh, that's great. And uh, and I'm not allowed. I do know the days and times, but I'm not allowed to say until they officially publish it. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, so Dungeons and Dragons, Super Geeked Up, Web Series. We're doing all three. Uh, that's San Diego Comic Con, so uh, it's going to be a pretty fun time. Oh man, 
man, this is like a turning point. You're you're gonna you're in the big show. I mean, it's, it's San Diego. I mean, come on, that's the coveted spot. That's awesome. Thanks. No, I yeah, I was uh, I was pretty pumped when I got the email uh, oh, saying man. that they you know we got all three of them in. So thank well, you. Well, I'm really excited. You let us know if you uh, you need an extra photographer <laughs> or announcer type person. Hey now, Josh. Come on. <laughs> hey, now. I'm just gonna throw it out there. <laughs> extra announcer. I have I have zero shame. Uh, all right, that works for me. Um, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some things to look forward to for sure. We also you know uh, and hey. Uh, you need to check out supergeekedup.com because that's where you're going to get that flavor and prepare you for the panels at San Diego. I actually participated in uh, doing the application from hell or whatever you want to call it, you know, to get into actually buy tickets to go to San Diego. It's such an ordeal. It's like a circus to even get a ticket and a hotel room to stay <laughs> out there in San Diego. And... It's yeah, it's very difficult. I know people tell me you know how how tough it is. Um, I've been fortunate to the uh, either to get to go all the four years I've been either you know as a panelist mm -hmm. or as a, getting a professional badge, um, which I actually got my professional badge last week in the mail. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. It's called their mail out in advance this year. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. I have to admit, uh, I saw that. I was like, oh, I know, I know how tough it is, and yeah, how, <laughs> how tough people try. And I will say, and also this is the first year though I've gotten. Uh, I usually stay with. Uh, my family out there who live uh, north of San Diego, but during the con itself, I'm actually I actually got a hotel. I got the hotel in like their little system what? they do this year, wow. which is pretty cool. Um, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, so I will say though, anybody who does get a chance to go, I know how difficult it is to to get tickets. Um, yeah, dude, I don't think you're gonna regret it. Like it, it lives up to all the hype for me the first time I went, and it always and it just gets better and better. I feel like it really is not like any other con you're going to go to. And and the main reason I say that is, and not that, you know, like, you know, Emerald city and New York comic con, and those are huge and those are great. And they do an awesome job. And, and, and like, obviously the ones like in my hometown one, I think are great too, you know, like all sizes, but San Diego is the only one I've gone to where the whole like downtown area kind of becomes all about the con, right? Yeah. It just like embraces all, the whole thing. It's all the other cons are focused into the convention center, wherever they're at. Mm -hmm. uh, but like really, like it just it just takes over and like there's all the free stuff you can do. Like people go sometimes they'll just go and do all the free stuff outside of it. You don't even need a badge, right? That's right. Uh, because there's last so much year. stuff. <laughs> That's exactly what I did last year. I went to all oh. of the the free stuff. I I was in the periphery of San Diego, and that's all I did was kind of hang out in downtown, go to the, you know, go to um, oh, what was it the Nerdist had a had their mm -hmm. own little mini convention out there, so that was you know fun to look at, and yeah, they have a ton going on in the city during that five oh, yeah. days. It's amazing. One of my favorite things is actually outside the convention. I've done the last two years the Assassin's Creed, you know, the video game. Oh yeah, yeah. They always set up a parkour course, and then the leap of the faith. Course? So, uh, so twice in a year now, I, I, last year I ran the parkour course too, but two years in a row, I've done the leap of faith, which is you climb up on this tower mm -hmm. and you just leap off into this huge, like crash pad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like, you know, kind of like what they do in the game. Uh, so, uh, and I don't like heights, but you know what? I just, I challenge myself each time and I did it and it's a huge rush. So it was like, and that's just free and it's awesome. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're going to have to up themselves this year with the movie coming out. So looking forward to seeing oh, what yeah, that's, that's going to be like. Oh, yeah. Michael Fassbender, isn't that? That's awesome. That's right. <laughs> 
Well, see, look at that. There's so much to look forward to. We, uh, uh, Josh and I, to kind of, I guess, tone it down a bit. Anyone who's jealous, you know, you know where to find Jeff. Go, go, bug him. <laughs> Everyone who's jealous and envious. But for Josh and I, uh, this month, actually next week, we will have Denver City Comic Con. We will be talking about that. More. Denver City. A Denver. <laughs> what is it? Denver Comic Con. Is it not Denver City? No. Oh, I've been calling it that forever. <laughs> well, it's just the town, the city is called Denver. It's the like, city is city. Denver, but I, it's not Denver City. I've been called, I have been saying, hey, you know, I'm going to Denver City. I'm like, <laughs> like an idiot, <laughs> like a complete idiot. Wow. Just telling everyone, well, you know, look, live and learn. Um, but yeah, we'll, Denver Comic Con will be out there next week. We'll be discussing that in great te- detail in part two of our podcast. But for now, we wanted to make sure that we uh, let Jeff uh, Jeff uh, talk about all the fun stuff that's been going on. He is uh, the man with the master plan over at supergeekedup.com. Sir, why don't you go ahead and let people know about your shows, what times they're on, and where they can find you online. Oh, thank you. So Super Geeked Up is on Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can watch it right at the homepage of supergeekedup.com. We embed the live stream right there on, on the homepage, so it's yeah. really easy to watch. Super easy. Yeah. And we um, for that show, how we interact with fans is we have people tweet in to at supergeekedup. So uh, please give us a follow. And if you tweet in you know, live during the show, we're sharing people's comments all the time. So, you know, again, our fans really become part of the show, and, and they usually have hilarious things to say and, and comments about us and what we're doing. <laughs> And um, our new show is called Thursday Night Dungeons and Dragons because it's on Thursday nights. And uh, we do that at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And um, we play, uh, yeah, we, we actually do, there's this cool site called Roll20, which is like this uh, digital virtual tabletop way to play online with your friends. And uh, so we show that so people can see the tabletop and our characters. And they also see video of all of us playing. So uh, we're just, we're doing a campaign. We're pretty, very early on it. Uh, we've done three episodes so far. So uh, jump right in, and, and each of them are, there is a, and it continues, but each of them is also kind of self-contained, so you don't need to have seen the other ones to mm-hmm. enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, if you're interested, you know, if you like D&D type stuff, come, or if you're interested in checking out what it's about, please come uh, tune in. And for that, there's a chat um, that goes along right next to the video, and so people, you can type along live, and uh, we share your comments. That's, um, it's a little different. That's not on our website. That's uh, at youtube.com slash super geeked up slash live so that's like the, the home page for any live stream we do through our youtube oh, channel and uh yeah and also uh just just this past week actually i put everything up on our super site so anything i pretty much have ever done so super geeked up dungeons and dragons all the super knocked up episodes um they're all uh, like my interviews at conventions and stuff that I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're pretty much all up on our episodes page on our website. So people can find everything now right at that Super Geeked Up site. And um, I also also just put up my Super Knocked Up comic book, which wasn't on there before. So um, if you want to give a, you know, give a read of that, it's in print and digital versions. You can check that out as well uh, on the site. So, yeah, that's kind of like the good hub to go to everything. <laughs> uh, but I would super appreciate anybody who can subscribe to our YouTube channel. That would be – that's always very helpful, which is YouTube.com slash Super Geeked Up. I am a subscriber. Yeah, no, one-stop shop hey. right there. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, one-stop shop, supergeekedup.com. And also that's your Twitter handle as well if anyone wants to hitch up on Twitter, right? Yes, yep, Super Geeked Up on Twitter. Um, I tweet all the time. I love love hearing from people and uh, – yeah, so definitely please tweet tweet in and I'll catch you back. Yeah, hashtag SGU. 
That's right. Uh, <laughs> well, Jeff, thank you so much for sharing your stories with us, letting us know about your upcoming events and, and what people can look forward to. It, it looks like you are doing a great job with Super Geeked Up Live. It's a, a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to actually catching one of your other panels because I'd love to see that. Because, um, yeah, it's it's a fascinating world with the whole, the whole web series phenomenon that is actually um, – a really big deal because I, I know that there's just tons of I, I spend way too much time on YouTube. I'm not gonna lie, I spend a lot of time on there. So that's okay. I like hearing that. Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a good time. Um, so yeah, there you go. Please go ahead and check that out ASAP, Josh. Any final words before we get out of here for our part one? Uh, I just want to say uh, thanks, Jeff, for having us on your show and yes. inviting us to your panel at Emerald City. It was really cool to. You know, ran, just on a total random, get to meet somebody that was so open to just uh, sharing and, and as we say in this world, cross-potting. Just, you know, just, you know, welcoming us in with open arms. And that's just, that's really cool. Yeah, I appreciate that. It was a great time. Oh, thank, no, thank you guys. That was actually, I think, one of the coolest things that happened is uh, meeting you guys there. And I'm glad our love of Flash and Arrow brought yes. us together there. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I'm all, you know, since I first started being web series, I've all been all about cross promotion. I think as indie people, that's what we got to do. And I feel it's very important. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So I love meeting people like you who uh, believe in the same thing. Yep. This is the new media people. I'm telling you, this is the future. Everyone will be consuming pretty much everything the way we've been doing it now with podcasts, YouTube, everything. So thank you everyone for listening for this portion. Um, you can find our show points of interest podcast.com. That's where everything's happening. Thanks, guys, and everyone have a great month. Welcome back, everyone, for part two of Conventional Wisdom. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. You've heard the voice before, if you've listened to our other podcast, that is, <laughs> back when we were interesting. And Geek Love Radio, if you are an old school listener of that, you'll recognize the voice that you're about to hear from Miss Shelley Rosal. Shelley, hello. Hey, Francis. You know, you have been dipping your toe in the convention scene for a while. You've been a volunteer for quite some time in the convention world, right? Yeah, it's probably been about, um, I think I've been volunteering for nope. about three years. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. It's... <laughs> You're an act. You're very active today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the puppy dropped her bone, uh, and uh, she went and took it onto a rug to play with. Ah, uh, good, so. good. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, I think 2013 was when I first started uh, volunteering. So uh, yeah, so this is it's good stuff. Yeah. What what got you to you know what got you into the whole volunteering into the whole convention thing? Like what what got you started on that? So I was working on my bucket list type stuff. And, you know, uh, if you're a nerd like me, pretty much, you know, on your bucket list is, is San Diego Comic-Con, right? Yeah. So, what, nerd mecca, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, the big show, so to speak. So um, I figured I had to get my feet wet before I, I, I took my road to nerd mecca. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I... And not that I had ne I had been to some fans fandom specific cons before, and I had even gone to MegaCon once, um, but I hadn't really 
like made it a an active part of my life, right? So I said, okay, well, I got to get my feet wet. And I, I first decided, yeah, I'm kind of an introvert. So I said, you know, a good way for me to experience something is to go work at it because then I can see what's going on, but I'm occupied and I don't have to feel awkward about not knowing people and not talking to people. Right, so, <laughs> right, right. So, sure, yeah. So, uh, you know, that, that's what, one of the things that works for me is if I'm busy, I, I feel good. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I signed up to volunteer at Wizard World Philadelphia, I think was the first thing I signed up for. And so, yeah, so I went and um, uh, there I ended up, the very first time I ended up doing a lot of line control, but very minor line control. Like I would do line control at registration and then I'd get the really, really minor celebrity booths. <laughs> oh, yeah. The people that don't ever have any lines, right? Sure, sure. Um, okay, I did uh, Linda Blair one year, and um, I, don't know. Uh, I, I did do uh, Jason David Frank. Um, and he gets moderate lines. He doesn't get, like, the worst lines ever. That's uh, the Green Power Ranger, for those of the, you that may or may not know. Um, he gets some pretty big lines, but not, like, not mega lines, right? Yeah. And, uh, and he's a con pro, so he, like, he can just blow through autographs really quickly. He, he's really fast, and he's great with everybody. Well, as a martial artist, you know. Uh, he's yeah, all about yeah. the quickness. So. <laughs> That's his thing. It is. It is. So... So that's how I got started in the, into the convention world. And, uh, you know, I, um, you know, when I first started going to conventions, really it's, it's home, right? Um, for a lot of people. Yeah. As a person who rarely feels at home at events, uh, you know, I go to a con and, you know, I'm, I'm speaking the same language as others, mm-hmm. which is a miracle. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. So. Whoa. Hello. Yo, I'm uh, here. And with us also is Mr. Josh Hawks. Hey, Josh. Hey, I'm over here. Uh, we were talking about Shelly's uh, volunteer work, how she got started as a volunteer to do these conventions and uh, how she's been working the lines for the celebrities and things like that. It's a good yeah. time. It's it's certainly a good time. And you're, you're upgrading slowly but surely. You're going you're gonna to be like... The host of a whole show at some point, like a whole host of a whole convention, Shelley. I mean, you're making your way Who knows? through yeah. the ranks because now you've been press at a convention. I I, I have. Um, so I did my very first uh, stint as press at, at the Atlantic City Boardwalk Con. Uh, that was May 13th through the 15th. Mm-hmm. So uh, relatively local show here in uh, in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh, and you know a small show smallish i guess but uh it, it was pretty good i mean so it all depends on what you're looking for from a show though right so if you're looking to find a zillion back issues of everything they didn't have like a hundred different comic vendors right yeah if you are looking to get a lot of uh tv and and film programming not your show, right? Mm, yeah. And so it's it's really, I think it's probably going to be a niche, very much a, a comic, uh, 
rom-com. So less about the general pop culture and more specifically around comics. This is, this is only its second year. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're still kind of, you know, carving out their identity, I think. But they had about, I think they ended up, uh, by the time all was said and done, they had seven celebrity guests. And, and so those were, and they weren't like completely minor guests. So, you know, you had um, Edward James almost, which is pretty, you know, pretty big deal, right? Yeah. Uh, ben McKenzie from Gotham. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. Come on yeah. Now. So he's pretty, pretty big deal at this point. Um, I can't remember the dude's name. Oh, yeah. Is it maybe Kevin? Brian Halloran. Mm-hmm. Brian Halloran. I have no Halloran. idea who that is. <laughs> So. Um, he, he's, so he's, he's one of Kevin Smith's buddies. So he's been in a lot of Kevin Smith movies. Oh, okay. Okay. So, hey, you know, that works. so yeah. he's been in clerks, small rats, you know, that kind of stuff. So, sure. so he would be recognizable. Mm-hmm. You just wouldn't necessarily know the name off the top of your head. Right. Yeah. No. Um, Tyler Hawkwin from, uh, who had been in Teen Wolf. Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, it, I think there were. Oh, um, Giancarlo Esposito, who has, I believe he's been on Breaking Bad. He was on Revolution that Once I had done a, a podcast time. for before. Yeah, he's the magic mirror in Once Upon yeah. a Time. Yeah, so dude's in a lot of things. Sure. Very recognizable. So, so yeah, I mean, there, there were a good number of folks. Um, unfortunately, um, uh, Ming-Na Wen had to cancel, as did Taryn Manning. So Tara Manning's on Orange is the New Black and Ming-Na, she's on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So. Yeah. So unfortunately they canceled, but, you know, I mean, still some pretty decent names. And, uh, you know, it, it, the show floor had some interesting things that, I, you know, uh, tattoos are becoming more and more popular on show floors, like <sighs> actual um, tattoos getting done on the show floor. Yeah. Um. But I had that was the first time I had actually seen it on a show floor, and then I saw one this this past weekend at Wizard World Philly, where they were doing it as well. Um, so tattoos they had, um, you know, automobiles from different types of uh, movies and TV shows, mm-hmm. and um, but I think what they really had that was unique was a lot of very interactive things on their show floor. So they like that this like uh, what they called it the battle zone where people were doing demonstrations of like you know uh, they had like a whole little martial arts class that did a a, a demonstration of of uh, lightsaber stuff. Oh, that's right? cool. Okay. Yeah, and uh, you know, so a bunch of those types of things. So that was pretty cool. Um, they had a husband and wife uh, stunt stunt person team that did some demonstrations in the battle zone as well. Um, so that kind of cool stuff. Um, and they also, you know, had some like laser tag going on oh, off yeah. to one side. I mean, that was a pay separately type thing, but they had that, they had a whole, um, like an inflatable jousting ring thing. So <laughs> you could go in there and, and joust with your friends. <laughs> Oh, that's really cool, actually. I, so I've never heard a, of that. Yeah, so they had yeah. some cool interactive stuff. But, you know, somebody like me who's a total introvert, 
those things don't work for me. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Right? Work for lots of other people, though. So people were definitely having great fun. So that's why I, you know, I did, recently did my con review on my blog. And I, you know, I, I gave it a good grade because for many people, mm-hmm. it would be a great show. Oh, and yeah, lots of people were having a great time. It just wasn't my show. Right, right. Yeah, no, I uh, they actually had that um, at like, I think the last time we that Josh and I saw it was like at Denver, I want to say, or did we? Was there one in in Emerald? I don't remember if they had those like little games and stuff and little kids section or whatever. Uh, I do not recall seeing one, but Denver Denver always has one because uh, it's family friendly. Uh, Denver comic. We'll, we'll get to that, I guess, in a bit here. But yeah, but yeah, it's, it, it, it's a non. It's it's the the money maker for the nonprofit of a kid's All right, literary program. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So just so you know, this was not kid related though. These are active things. These well, were for adults. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, the, I mean, I realize that they're for adults, but like a lot of the times, uh, you know, the kids take over. <laughs> like there's a. You know, that a, was not yeah. the case here. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, no, it. it's. I mean, and they did have a separate like kids zone area, mm-hmm. um, but you know where kids were coloring and doing a variety of other things. But these things I was describing, they were definitely for adults, and they also okay. had um, like various like photo backgrounds throughout the floor, so you could take your cosplay photos and stuff like that, and not just like the standard. Here's our our show logo backgrounds. No, there was one a desert scene, a space scene. There was like a whole Star Wars thing. Mm-hmm. There were like six different backgrounds. It kind of sounds like the same people who, who again, to bring it back to Denver, because Denver they had the same thing. They had a bunch of uh, backdrops without any type of advertising. Um, I mean, there was a little bit, I guess. Like there was a Game of Thrones one that was like sponsored by Xfinity, but it was the throne. It was the Iron Throne. You got to take a picture on there. There was the... Uh, the uh, Star Wars backdrop that I think was like a prop from the five hundred first. Oh, the five hundred first had there, yeah. So they had yeah. the 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 Star Wars backdrop where Jay and I took our pictures and. Um, yeah, the five hundred first was there as well. They're so, everywhere. I think they're they're yeah. the largest. Yeah, they're a huge organization. So I wouldn't and be surprised. Like whole R two D two Builder Club going on. I mean, they had oh yeah a wide variety of stuff. And so the panel, the programming stuff they had was. Very much geared towards cosplay and crafting, right? Okay. So, so definitely a, a wide variety of stuff. Just like I said, not totally my gig. <laughs> sure, you find your niche, niche. You know, you got that's what they got to do. These conventions yeah. need to to specialize. Like, there's a Long Beach one out here. There's two of them, and I know one is em- the emphasis is on science, which is kind of cool. And the other one's emphasis is on uh, cosplay. So, yeah, I, I like that they're becoming more um, specialized because then, you know, for people like us who are, who I think uh, I think up until this year, I don't think I'm going to do this next year, but tries to go to every single convention that's available. Uh, it makes sense to like, OK, well, now I'm just going to go to the ones that are very, very specific to my my interests. But I. Uh, how did you like not having to volunteer and just kind of go in as press? How was that? How was that feeling for you? So, um, I think if there were more panels that I was interested in, mm-hmm. I would have liked it more. Right? Yeah, sure, sure. So, I mean, I, I definitely, I did feel an obligation to really check out a little <laughs> bit of everything, right? 
to, to give a fair and balanced review. Right. Well, you're you're building up your brand. You know, you're building exactly. up your you're building up your your portfolio for when you can be, uh, when you can be pressed for bigger conventions. You know, like that's kind of. You know, that's kind of, I, I guess, you, you, in the span of a year, that's kind of how Josh and I are now just, we're almost, not guaranteed, but we feel fairly confident we're going to get a press pass for a particular event because we've done it now for, what, a year and a half. And, we, yeah, you know, once they say yes, you know, it, it kind of snowballs. And especially if you've, you know, um, if you affiliate with something as big as p points of interest, you know, point that's you. You got it in. You know, you you kind of have that. That name has clout now because so many different organizations, like so many of us, kind of said, "Hey, we're pressed for this site." So, well, that's cool. Which, that, which is awesome. Yeah. So good and stuff. And you're kind of going in now. You're kind of making your own personal website, your portfolio, right? Like that's kind of what yeah. Like. yeah. I mean, but I but I did go as as a, a member of Points of Interest. Awesome. So. That's great. Yeah. That's so cool to hear. Uh, so you've been to you've been to two cons lately, though. That was only one. What was the second one? Yeah. So uh, this past weekend was Wizard World Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. So I this was one of my ones where I volunteer. Yeah. So um, is so Wizard World shows again. Each show is very different, right? Wizard World shows are very much about photo ops, autographs, that type of stuff. Um, certainly, there's merch on the show floor. You know, there's there's comics, there's a you know a decent sized artist alley, but um, celebrity I, heavy. Yeah. So, but it's very much celebrity heavy, and uh, I will say that we had a big, huge Marvel presence. Oh, good. Like, uh, you know, Marvel is in you know people from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm -hmm. um, as well as TV Universe, because we had three people Ooh. from. Uh, three people from Agent Carter as well. Oh, so, which is yeah. kind of sad. A sad reminder know, that the show is not sad, back. But... <laughs> I know. But, so, uh, but, you know, recent tweets, she says, you know, it's, it's not necessarily fully dead. You it's know. Look, dead on ABC. <laughs> I'm just saying the petition that they put out there had just a very tiny por portion of fan response like yeah but petitions don't actually mean anything I'll, I'll be honest yeah but it kind of tells you it kind of tells a network or like a thing like netflix the size of the uh the audience so if the audience if they see like okay only this many people kind of want to bring it back meh. <laughs> they're just gonna look at it like eh, not worth I don't our know. time I, I think if you go see how many people go pay for uh Hilly Apple's autograph Mm. I, I give you a much different story. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I like it when fans send like pancake mix, right, yeah. or, or or like rat poison or something to a company. What could they? Yeah, and there was so much Agent Carter cosplay too. I guess they could send a hat because she's very you know her fedora is is a very popular cosplay. Well, did constant. they ever like drink a certain brand soda? Or no, there was no there was or very coffee. You know, like she always had a cup of coffee or something. There was actually very little eating and drinking on that show. I mean, only when, when Howard Stark was around was there a bunch of drinking. But for the most part, there was not a lot of brand recognition on the show. When Sarah Connor Chronicles was going off the air, mm -hmm. fans were sending – it was Pancake or Waffle Mix, the Fox. It's probably – either way, they're, they're kind of the same thing. They're I'm kind of the same, I yeah. guess, yeah. Um, yeah. And just, you know, 
boxes, you know, caseloads. Uh-huh. It did nothing. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah, I, I, I've been part of those types of campaigns before, and it really does nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the thing. Uh, the only one that it ever actually helped with was the nuts for Jericho. Jericho. <laughs> Yeah. And even then, they they didn't they really. They only got one season, right? And so. they didn't do that season justice anyway, so it doesn't really matter. No, no, it's true. But so that's the only one I've ever seen those types of campaigns really be successful for. Yeah, but there you go. I mean, so you've you've had uh, you're you're gaining uh, more experience at least. Oh no, you well you've done the volunteer thing, but uh... oh yeah, and and you know I, I will say. So, you know, I mentioned before when I first started, I, I had, like, the minor lines. Sure. That's not who I had this weekend. Ooh. I had Hemsworth Did you make Hiddleston. friends? Did you make friends? Look, the, the most important thing is that... With with them, no, because oh. I was, you know, towards the middle-ish of the line. I was you can't say, even get to the front. You, you need to make a Gigi Edgley-type... Uh, um, uh, relationship with the, with those blokes, you know. I know, I know. So that... you know, maybe next time. Yeah. But uh, you know, but I will say, um, you know, I Hiddleston was very impressive. He would stay very late mm-hmm. to ensure that every autograph, everybody that was in line so waiting, nice. got their autograph that day. Well, so he's the next James Bond. So yeah, now so it was it was like I don't know. 8 p.m. Actually, he's not the next James Bond. Theo James is, is what I heard. Oh, really? But, I, I know Hiddleston yeah. was in the in the. Yeah, no, Theo James. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, keep talking while I look this guy up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Divergent. Oh, oh, that's too bad. Four. <laughs> that's that's too bad. Um, Go on. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. uh, no. So I mean, Hiddleston actually stayed well past eight o'clock on Saturday. I don't know how late he stayed on Sunday, but I, I worked his line until eight o'clock on Saturday. Wow! And those places and, usually close down what around seven? Oh yeah, they, the show floor closed at seven. We yeah. were, we stayed an extra hour nice. to to help the line go through. Oh, that's nice. Oh man, good for um, him. Yeah, good no, him. good stuff. So yeah, yeah I, I definitely work much bigger lines now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I also worked. Um, Sasha Banks, WWE. So oh. the WWE stars are ridiculously popular, and I worked her line too. Oh, all right. Well, uh, all I can say is if it'll play. Well, you're not going to the east side, but you're moving on up, so that's good. Yep, absolutely. Good oh, that's stuff. awesome. Um, well, that's great. Do you have any conventions uh, upcoming in the next month in June? Or this so, month, I guess. <laughs> not, not in June, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, sadly I can't join you guys at Denver yeah. Comic Con because uh, I have to go to Canada for work. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. But um, coming up in, well, I guess technically it's pseudo June, June 29th to July 3rd. I am going to the uh, Mensa version of a con, which is uh, their annual gathering. Okay. Um, supposedly. Um, one of the very few public appearances that Will Wheaton is going to do for the rest of the year. Is that one? Is that one? Oh, wow. Um, and uh, actually, Walter O'Brien from Scorpion fame, oh. like the actual dude, the real dude. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah who is yeah. a genius, mm-hmm. uh, is also going to be there. Oh. So that's going to be pretty cool. And, you know, the rest of the, the MensaCon is – the only reason they're calling it MensaCon is because it's in San Diego. Um, oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> 
but the, the rest of it is not going to be nearly as exciting as what I'm accustomed to. But, um, but those two are, are pretty big. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, nerd Becca again. What again? So, nerd Becca. Oh, San Diego. Oh yes. Well, um, yeah, hopefully we'll see you. Hopefully Josh and I will actually see you there. <laughs> That would be very cool. Where, and I'm also waiting to hear back on whether or not I uh, I will be volunteering at San Diego, but uh-huh. I'm waiting to hear back to see if I join the volunteer ranks of Nerd HQ again. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't – yeah. We're, I... we're all going to be uh, – our goal is to have like a mini kind of POI thing for the first time ever at, at San Diego. There's no guarantees yet. We haven't, yeah. you know, people are, are working behind the scenes to get to uh, uh, Josh. Behind I, the curtain. Behind as the curtain. like to say. Yes. Uh, to get nice. us a way in. Um, because I can always do what I did last year, which was hang out in the periphery of the con, which is still a lot of fun. There's so much going on in downtown. Oh my God. There's so much yeah. to do. It's, it's insane. So it's not and... like I'll be without anything to do if I decide to go, if I do. Oh no. And there's so much, so many, um, other like ticketed events that are not specifically San Diego comic con that mm-hmm. are in the area as well. So like Woodstock, yeah. um, and even, even without will it's, funny as hell yeah yeah so uh you know so this... totally worth attending mm-hmm. but i mean we'll we'll hold off on that info and we'll get into more details on that for the next uh conventional wisdom because you know that uh that'll be for july you know uh, yeah. so we'll we'll go ahead and talk about that then uh but for now uh shelly thank you so much for sharing the the information about those two cons now what would you rate them give us a rating for both those conventions that you went to oh see there it all depends on what you're looking for I mean, <laughs> well, no, no, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. I mean, they're they're both good cons. Okay. So I mean, you know, thumbs up. I okay. guess. Okay. I I, I can't that really, works. you know, I can't give A B C D F or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, thumbs up. Um, yeah. it it just depends on what you're looking for. I wrote a great article about setting your expectations. Man. For cons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. Pepper seems to agree. Pepper's like, yeah, no, Pepper set your agrees. expectations. So, yeah, but I mean, you know. It, it all depends on what you're looking for. I mean, if if you're looking for autographs and and stuff like that, was a world's a, it's it's a good con to go to, and there is some really good cosplay. Uh, you know, if you're looking for you know programming related to cosplay or very specifically comics itself, ACBC is a good little show and it has a cool name. ACBC, yeah, yeah. I like <laughs> that stuff. name. I really like that. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Shelley, for sharing your info. I love that you're getting out there more. We'll definitely catch up on more of your experiences from the cons that are coming up, maybe even from San Diego. Uh, but, yeah, uh, really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on to ConWiz. Thanks for having me. I want to give a huge thank you to both Jeff and Shelley for sharing their experiences at those conventions. Uh, it's a lot of fun to hear the different type of perspective from you know people who go in there with totally different agendas. You know, like you and I, Josh, we're the well, you more than I. 
<laughs> really the the press of, of conventions. So that's a lot. Of well, fun. I mean, it, we're 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 gonna get you into it at this next show. We'll see. We'll see. I I have a little more pressure now that I have both of my bosses like at the mm-hmm. convention. So mm-hmm. like the pressure's on. <laughs> the pressure is on, my friend. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, before we get into the final portion of the show where we tell everyone about the upcoming conventions for this month, which, again, we kind of I, – I apologize. It's, it's, it was a scheduling thing. I wanted to get both of them in here, so it was a little bit of a scheduling issue to get them on here. But we will talk about the rest of this month and a little bit of July so that in case we record late, you will still know what's going on in July in the convention world. But, Josh, let's talk about – really, I think will be – the biggest, if not the second biggest convention will attend, which is Denver Comic-Con. Yeah, it's just a little over a week away. Now, I really, I'm hoping you can enlighten us of why this convention is important to us and our experience from last year. Okay, well, um, first off, uh, Denver Comic-Con is the moneymaker for the... uh, company the nonprofit uh pop culture classroom which teaches literacy through comic books which is just an awesome concept i know right like i i didn't even know that the last time i was there and then they come up to me and say yeah this is what we do like this is our thing (laughs) it's like oh wow i who wow no that's actually a really nice uh it's actually different from any other convention i've been to at least that, that and that's what i was gonna say is that that this this show is a little bit different because it is it's an educational based comic con it, it at its heart there's like a nine or ten thousand square foot uh area just for the education of kids which i hope to see like look i i mean yeah, t- talk about. I, I want to kind of give a, a history of this because you've done this convention what five uh, times since, so far? since its inception. Yeah, uh, two thousand twelve. Uh, oh, so this will be the fourth year then. Yes. Okay. Cool. So yeah, t- I want yeah share with us. I want to know like why even go to a brand new convention. Did you go as press or did you go as a regu- as, as regular folk? <laughs> no, I I. <laughs> Funny story. I mean, I was a. We were officially press after the fact. I found out after the show we were press. Wait, who, who's um, we? Ooh. We being uh, Che and uh, our other compadre, uh, John Williams, who started Points of Interest with us, who later went on to go do other things. But we, we had applied for press and actually never heard back from the convention at all. And then after the show, I got this big uh, uh, envelope of just, you know, like swag of just like, hey, thanks for, you know, covering the show. And we look forward to having you back next year. And the whole time I was looking at it going, well, I wish I was wish I was actually pressed at the time <laughs> would have upped my game. It's like, did you have a badge that said you were pressed? No, we actually went as attendees. But like I said, I, I, after the fact, I found out that we were press. You know, that's still... At least they, you know, at least after the fact, they were, they were saying, at least they were showing their appreciation. You know, for someone who went in there, did you, wait, well, did you actually go in there with the intention of, like, covering the show, or did you go in there? Oh, yeah, we, we, we did our, I mean, we were very early in the uh, coverage game at that point, so I did the best I could. Sure. 
I, I, I meant in the sense of like, was that your intention when you went in? No. Okay. It was just to go and have fun, but I went into it with just keeping keeping an eye on things and knowing that I was going to want to write about it and podcast about it later. So, you know, in in some sort of a amateur cover uh, coverage of of the show. Sure. And you start off year one, kind of you got your feet wet. They seemed to like what you were doing, and then year two happened. And what happened? Year two year? happened. Uh, we were. And when I say we, I'm not talking me and my other personalities. I'm talking we as points of interest. Uh, we were uh, accepted back the second year. Uh, the third year, or I guess the third year, we uh, a week prior to the show, we got a phone call asking us to be part of the uh, podcast peak, which was uh, a whole section of uh, Artist Alley dedicated to podcasters. Which is revolutionary in my mind because no convention really not accepts but they don't recognize podcasts as kind of like a viable media yet which is, it's been around forever how do you not recognize that as a viable media but it was nice to see that denver was willing to kind of go that extra mile and say yeah these people are actual like producers of content like they are artists and creators like they make things so there, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was a really cool experience. I mean, I rushed around to get uh, a table banner and a flag made for the show, and uh, luckily, you and Jason uh, from An Elegant Weapon were able to come out and uh, you know be there for it all the the inaugural table uh, <laughs> the table hosting of points of interest. Yeah, yeah. and that was, was just really cool uh, this year. Again, we are accepted as press. Uh, there's not going to be any uh, podcast tables this year, which I'm a little disappointed about. But at the same time, it just means that I'm going to get to see more of the show this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean... All of us will. Right. So just to kind of give a little insight on in what happened last year, you know, it was my first time going out to this convention. It was my first time meeting Josh in person. <laughs> Um, we had, you know, this was only, I think what, like a year and a half after the, uh, the acceptance of all of these other podcasts into points of interest. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we were f still, I mean, I still consider us fairly infant in our experience. You know, we, we, we've only been doing this whole thing as a group for about two and a half years, three years now, like, mm -hmm. which isn't a lot of time. Uh, no, so, not at all. You know, we were we were given that opportunity to not only meet but to, you know, be a part of a convention. My first time ever being a part of any type of convention outside of being either press or a attendee. And it was super it was a great experience to be able to meet mind you we didn't meet any like quote unquote fans, you know, like okay. It wasn't like we're we're not it's hard to say. It's not like we were that well-known in, in the Denver area. But we got to meet people who we became fans of and they became fans of us. And people who really made an impact on how we approach conventions and how we approach the fandoms and stuff like that, you know. So it was really cool to kind of... To kind of see that and then to see people who are actually interested in what we were doing, like people coming by our table and asking what we were doing and wanting to, you know, listen, participate. I mean, our, our podcasts 
and the and the network i think the network as a whole really grew from that convention like it, there was a a surge in like listenership and people wanted to get to hear what we were talking about and that was super fun and really cool to see so i was really excited about that yeah i mean it was it was great exposure uh for all of us mm-hmm. and then exposing us to a crowd that may not even have listened to podcasts prior yeah to running into podcast uh podcast peak as i called it yeah um, I, I, there was many a time where people just walked up and they were like, so what are you guys all about? Yeah. 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 That's true. And it was cool that just, you know, I knew I had my sales pitch, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much memorized and just spitting it out, not as in repetition, mm-hmm. but spitting it out and just trying to catch their attention as quick as possible. Because let's face it, you only have a couple seconds to do it. Right. Yeah. No, 100%. And, um, it, it's a tough field, you know. Podcasting is a tough field. I mean, I'm amazed. Um, I'm often amazed that I'm compelled to continue to do this, but I really love doing this. So, of course, I'm going to keep doing it despite whatever. Like, you know, it's, it's just it's amazing. And to see so many people interested in not only listening to but starting their own podcast. Like, wow, you know, it's a it's a great – it's funny. It's been around for six years, and it's – it's or even more than that. Ten thousand six, I want to say, was the first podcast. So ten years yes. it's been yeah. around, and it's like people are still digging it and, and and still learning about it. Like it's still in, it's still like us, an infant um, medium. So it's really fun to see that it it's continuing to grow. And now this year is even bigger, despite the fact that we don't have a table. And Josh, please share with us why. Well, this year is bigger because uh, as a group. The Points of Interest Podcast Network has three shows approved for press. We're repping. We're, we're, we're repping Denver. Yeah. I mean, more so more so than, I mean, Points of Interest as a whole yeah. was was represented last year, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, as an entire entity uh, with only Points of Interest being approved. This year, Points of Interest, uh, since our sarcasm, which is France's website. Yeah. Yeah. But Francis is part of us. Yeah. And uh, Speak Geek to Me, which is our uh, all-female cast mm-hmm. uh, podcast out of the Wisconsin area. Mm-hmm. And she got approved. So, like, all now, now, granted, Points of Interest doesn't have one solitary show. But for argument's sake, there's three shows coming together. Yeah. Representing, you know, one group. And that's some, and that's something that's actually really important to us because you know we're building a brand here. We're building a brand through points of interest. Yeah, we have individual shows, individual websites, but they all go to the same place. They all lead to the to the Emerald City. You know, oh wait, that's not a good analogy because there's an Emerald City Comic Con. It all leads to. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just all leads. It, what what I ultimately want is for points of interest to mean quality. You know, yeah. quality coverage, quality moderators, quality whatever. Sure. I mean, something that we would like to see, I guess, happen at these bigger conventions. Because, again, you know, Josh had the opportunity to to not only moderate but be a big part of the Philly the Philly convention. And so to see um, more represent- representation of our network here at Denver means that they not only care about um, the local scene, which is you and and points of interest, 
but also the what they consider the outside scene from Wisconsin and California saying, hey, you know, this is a, this is not just important to one person in the state, but this is, world, you know, this is countrywide. So it's really cool to be able to go to that and, and again, represent and cover because I intend to write a lot. I have a, I'm ready to I'm ready for my fingers to cramp up and die on me by the end of the weekend. So I have a <laughs> lot to say. I have a lot to write and a lot to say because I hope we'll be pot or we'll be potting on the floor and talking with some some big people. Hopefully, My, I, I hope so. I've uh, I've been spending a lot of time trying to arrange interviews, and uh, I've yet to hear back from everybody. But uh, I I hope to have something. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna save a lot of the excitement for later. Right. Let's let's uh, our expectations. You know, we got to keep them measured. You can't get get too excited. But I mean, at a personal level, though, outside of the professional level, you know, just to be able to go and you know, uh, meet up with Josh again and to meet, so, you know, people that I've only met once or never met at all, technically. <laughs> right. You know, to, to meet and see that this, this little podcast family and kind of overall internet family is, the world is smaller than you think. You know what I mean? Like, it's really cool to see that. So anyway, <clears throat> that's what we're doing next month. Um, that's the big show, right? Or this month, actually. I guess that's the big really, show. Really, really big show. Are, are there any other shows that you'll be attending this month that you want to talk about? Uh, no, because I, I I got so much time off for this show that mm-hmm. uh, I can't make make it to the other shows that uh, are going on. I believe um, the, the Colorado Springs convention is this month sometime, and I'm just I'm, there's no way I can get the time off for it. Sure, sure. Um, I am going to go to. Uh, the pinball expo this oh, weekend. Love it, love it. I love that so much. Yeah, I I've been invited to attend a convention in August by um, POI uh, podcaster Jimmy McKnight. So we'll see if I actually um, <clears throat> if I can attend it. I'd like to attend, if I am going to go. It, it's not really my which show. It's not my bag. It's Mighty Morphicon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not. It's not really my. It's not really, yeah, my area of expertise. I watched the original uh, Power Rangers as well as the movies, the two movies that followed it, but I hadn't watched it past that. So my understanding of Power Rangers is limited to the original five. You know, if it was a, if it was more of a chance to hang out with Jimmy McKnight, I'd go with the hanging out with Jimmy McKnight. All right, well that's cool. Yeah, I, I mean I haven't met the guy in person, but the you know having. Uh, Chatted with him online a few times. He he seems really cool. So I, yeah, that'll be in August. So if if that changes in our July episode, um, I'll let you guys know whether or not I'll be attending the August uh, Mighty Morphicon. Um, and of course, we're going to just briefly mention one last time because it's hard not to. There's a little bit of excitement because if it does go through, amazing, amazing, amaze balls, amaze balls might but- even be appropriate i think maze balls is the most appropriate and the most accurate way of saying our uh, of expressing our excitement for san diego comic-con should we actually get a pass into the show itself yes there is there is a uh a gremlin behind the curtains yeah working feverishly mm-hmm. to uh work us in yeah so i i don't know if feverishly is actually what's <laughs> happening but it doesn't matter no but uh man's legit and 
part of me feels like I wouldn't be surprised if we actually make it in. So it's exciting stuff. I mean, we it, it's only exciting because it is the big show. Like that is the biggest. That is the show to go to. So if we actually make our way make our way in, we have a lot to say, a lot we need to prep for, and a lot we'll need to do. So we'll see what yeah. happens. Whew. Exciting times. But anyway, uh, I think that's it for upcoming events as well as, um, again, the events that, that our uh, guests had experienced and, and gone to. So a lot of conventions for this episode. I think this is our biggest convention-esque episode. A lot of convention talk, which is good because yes. that's what this is about, right? <laughs> that is what this is all about. So let's get to that point where everyone really wants to know what is the convention near them. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what's going on. Do you have the list up and ready? I do. All right. Go ahead and start off with what's going on in New Hampshire, I guess. <laughs> uh, Concord, New Hampshire on June 11th, which would be this weekend. Yeah. So if you guys uh, are... Kids Con New England. Get your tickets now. Hopefully they have some at the de- at the uh, the desk. Um, it's a one-day event, looks like. Yes. Uh, for the weekend, they have Cake, which, again, I love the name of that. Cake is the Chicago Alternative Comics Expo in Chicago, Illinois. Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, River City Comic Expo, where you can hang out in the three-city town of Little Rock. Little Rock. Yeah. Three three cities, three streetlight town. Is it really? Have you been? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was experience. I don't know. The name is Little Rock. I don't know. If you're in Alabama and Red Deer, Alabama specifically, there's the Red Deer Comic and Entertainment Expo. Uh, if you're a uh, Superman fan, no. Um, <laughs> oh, I see why you said that. <laughs> uh, Smallville Comic Con in Smallville, Kansas. Okay, I thought that was a made-up name. I, honestly... I thought it was, too. I really did. Uh, I was at a show late last year and kept seeing flyers for Smallville Comic Con, and I was saying, why is there a Comic Con for a show that ended almost 10 years ago? Yeah, so there is a small. That's amazing. I love but it. But apparently, wanna, there's a Smallville, Kansas. I kind of want to go. I kind of want to go just to see if they have like Superman memorabilia all over the place. All right, right. Like you have to if you're going to call if your town's called Smallville, you kind of have to. But uh, you have the in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. So for you Canadians, we are not forgetting you. There's Capital Trade Shows, Sports Card, and Comic Book Show. Tyson's Corner, Virginia. What is this? Shoff Promotions Comic Book and Non-Sports Card Show. Thank you for being specific. I know. I was going to say, get on them. Um, I got Toronto, Ontario, Canada for Toronto Comic Book Show. Uh, Clifton, New Jersey. Hey, Shelly, you should go check this out. Clifton, New Jersey (laughs) Comic Book Expo. Now on to uh, June 17th and through the 19th, which is when we will be at Denver, apparently, right? We'll be doing yes. attend- so there's Comic Palooza over at Houston, Texas. Charlotte, North Carolina has Heroes Convention, which I don't know if that's about the crappy kind of good <laughs> crappy TV show or if it's about uh, superheroes. I don't know. You know, they, they someone would, report they'd be hard pressed not to at least have a little bit of Heroes, the TV show in their convention. Right. Um, you know, we're doing this one. It's Denver Comic Con in Denver, Colorado. Uh, Lebanon. Uh... Missouri? Missouri, yeah, <laughs> is that right? Mo, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Lebanon Comic Con. Mo, like you think? You think um, that would? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now just to make sure because I would hate it's Missouri. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I I don't know why we don't know like the two letter 
versions of our states, but whatever. Sacramento, California has Wizard World Sacramento, so another Wizard World convention. That's cool. I like those. Oh, uh, was this Ocala, Florida? Mm-hmm. Ocala? Whatever. Ocala. CBC Comic Book and Toy Show. On the 18th and 19th, it's Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con in Las Vegas, Nevada. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Ann Arbor Comic Arts Festival. St. Charles, Missouri. Now that we know that, St. Louis. Now that we know Missouri's. Yeah, I know what MO means. Oh, St. Louis Comic Con. (laughs) Uh, What is this? Lutherville, uh, Maine? MD? Uh, MD is. uh, No, that wouldn't be Maine. That would be. uh, Massachusetts? No, no. There's no D in Massachusetts. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It would be Maryland. Maryland comic book non and non sports card show. Thank you again for being specific. I, I yeah, I think they need to. Livonia, Missouri, is uh, extravagant. Oh, extravagant! Yay, comic book and toy show. I like it. Vancouver, British Columbia, Vancouver Comic Show. Lake Charles, Louisiana. I guess this is a, an original name, but Bayou Con on the twenty fourth and twenty sixth. Knoxville, Tennessee, Fanboy Expo. Greatest name ever. (laughs) Richmond, Virginia has the VA Comic Con uh, in Richmond International Raceway. Oh, that's cool. So it's going to be at a raceway. That's fun. Different. Uh, Mississippi Comic Con in Jacksonville, Mississippi. Wheaton, Illinois has the DuPage Comic Con presented by Mighty Con. Worcester. um, uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Massive. Comic-Con. Oh, and they mass. Even put, even put mass to remind you it's in Massachusetts. Yes. Akron, Ohio has the Akron Canton Comic-Con. Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Hey, we're screaming at you again, Shelly. Yeah. Wayne, New Jersey Comic Book Expo. Oh, maybe she will go to that one because isn't that – that's not the same one as I'm thinking of, is it? I don't know. The Wayne – Anyway, Wayne, I don't know. Oh, Wayne I'm Foundation? Thinking, no, I think it was something completely different. Louisville, Kentucky has the Derby City Comic Con. And if July 1st lands on a weekend close to. Uh, we'll do at least this. the first two weekends of, of, of July, just in case we go over again like we did this, sure. this month. Uh, Miami, Florida, the Florida Supercon. Austin, Texas has HeroCon on the 2nd and 3rd of July. Just a hero. Just Not a hero ultimate. one. They need a hero. <laughs> the last, the last here, um, yeah. San Antonio, Texas, Texas Comic Con, nice and original name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montreal, Quebec has Montreal Comic Con. Warren, Ohio, there's the All American. Whoa, I don't know if I want. <laughs> no offense, but that seems a little on the nose. But there's a lot going on this particular weekend, so let's wrap it up with the with the, I, I guess. Oh yeah, I guess the rest. It's only five more. A Garden State Comic Con in Morristown, New Jersey. Shelly. We are looking at you, Stan, and Shelly for oh, that yeah, one. Sure. Uh, Modesto, California. I'm looking at you, Francis. Uh, that's too far. That's like eight Modesto hours away. Modesto Con. <laughs> I think that's where they just celebrate Modesto, California. Right. They're just like, hey, we love Modesto. Jacksonville, Florida has the CBC Comic Book and Toy Show. San Antonio, Texas, the NDG SciFest. Lake George, New York, Infinity Con. Rock Island, Illinois. I just want to go there. Yeah, right? Quad City Planet Comic and Arts Convention. Ottawa, Ontario has Capital Trade Show, Sports Card, and Comic Book Show. Hey, and Schaff Promotions Comic Book and Non-Sports Comic Show is traveling to uh, Annadale, Virginia. So there you go. Your first 
week or two, actually, of July as well as the rest of June. If you find a comic convention there, go ahead and uh, I think you, you know if you, you're listening to us for a reason. So go and share your experiences with us. Josh, where can the fine people find you online? You can find me on the Twitters at 303 underscore Ninja and all over the Points of Interest Podcast Network. I am at Sorta Geek. You can find my website, SincereSarcasm.net, and I write for the Geekly Planet. I am a busy little bee. As a matter of fact, I, I, I should probably stop. <laughs> I need to relax for a second. Just for a second. Uh, just though. for a second. And again, you will find us at Denver. Hunt us down. Say hello. We like people. We love people. And we'd be happy to at least, if anything, shake your hand. So find us at Denver next week. That's our show. Next month, we'll have some follow-up on conventions that we did this month. We'll let you know what happened at Denver. And hopefully, we can get Savannah on the show so she can share her experiences meeting at least me for the first time and you for like the 17th time. (laughs) It's not that many. Uh, you know. (laughs) Anyway, enjoy. Have a great time at the conventions. And we'll see you all next time. Bye, everyone. Oh, we don't have music. (laughs) Oh, well. I hate it when that happens. I know.